Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Raptors and Bucks headed to the fourth quarter. Three-point lead for Milwaukee, 75-72. to Giannis leads Milwaukee with 18 points. Not his usual overly dominant self, to be honest. Just 7-15 from the floor. Only four rebounds, six assists. He's been held in check a little bit. And Nico Miritich, former Pelicans player, is having himself a rough postseason. 0 of 4 tonight. His plus minus is minus 11. He's been, frankly, he's been dreadful. And he's went from the starting lineup to the bench. And he's going to see his minutes probably reduced even more if he keeps playing like this. 20 points for Kawhi Leonard for the Raptors as they try to steal one on the road. Remember, that series is tied at two games apiece. Saints OTAs were today. Guy that was out there, Rod Walker, who covers the Saints for the Advocate, at R Walker Advocate on Twitter, if you want to follow him there. Uh, Rod, what's going on, man? And uh, here we go, right? 2019 season. I guess this is kind of the unofficial start of it, right? Yeah, you know, it seems like it gets earlier and earlier every year. But, yeah, we're um, back at it again. You know, it seems like that NFC Championship game was <laughs> just a few months ago, and here we are. But, yeah, back back at it. It does. It, it kind of all melds together with the, the no call and, and everything that happened after that. I don't know. It's just all kind of been a blur. And I guess – I don't know. Maybe that – Rod, maybe that's just the, the way our NFL lives are now, where I guess it's just a 24-7, yeah. 365 kind of enterprise. Yeah, I think that's the way the NFL wants it. They want us to, you know, talk about it the whole year. You know, that's why they have the, the combines right there after the, um, you know, after the Super Bowl and everything just sort of runs together. And you have the draft, and they've made a big deal out of that. And now here we are in OTAs, which have become a sort of a big deal as well. I mean, everybody, you know, it's all on ESPN. Everybody's talking about them. So, yeah. Here we are. And what everybody was talking about today, it seemed like everybody was. Jared Cook, the new tight end. Drew Brees was impressed. Sean Payton was impressed. His teammates were impressed. Were you impressed, Rod? Yeah, I was. I mean, I was um, talking to someone else about today. I mean, I think the first thing that jumped out at you is just his his stature. I mean, he just sort of sticks out when you, you look at him and, you know, just coming out of the huddle. You're like, whoa, this dude is, you know, kind of put together. You know, I don't, I don't know if he's quite as ripped maybe as Ben Watson was but I mean he's definitely had, he's an imposing figure and uh, one of the things that Drew talked about he's one of those guys with a really large you know catch radius and you know you feel like if you if he's one-on-one with somebody throwing the ball he's going to probably be able to get it just because of his uh, his physicality so I think that's something that bodes well for this team I mean we obviously know uh, how much this team was lacking some weapons other than Michael Thomas on this offense so I think you get a guy like Jared Cook that's going to really be able to uh open up some things and I know talking to um, Dan Campbell back at at rookie mini camp you know I just I sort of asked him about Jerry Cook and one of the things he talked about was just um, you know just how big he is and you know he even brought the name Jimmy Graham he thinks that Sean Payne will be able to you know figure out how to use Cook in a, in a manner that maybe you know he'll be put up some of those same type 
well, probably not numbers like Jimmy Graham, obviously, because you have Michael Thomas, but he'll be able to put up some big numbers in his offense. And another receiver who wasn't really on anybody's radar except LSU fans of Cyril, Cyril Grayson Jr. You know, he didn't play football at LSU. Was track and field star, one of the most decorated athletes in LSU history, multi-time NCAA champion, and uh, everybody was talking about him too, Rod, the, the speedster out there. You think he's got an outside chance to actually make this roster? I think he he may. I think he has a shot. You know, I, um, it was funny. I was one of CJ. Uh, I mean, you know, Coach Johnson, the receivers coach. I talked to him today, and one of his quotes about uh, about Cyril was that um, you know he said you know last year Keith Kirkwood was surprised and. You know, this might be the surprise. You know, this year uh, as far as a guy and un, you know, a guy that makes makes this roster. I mean, he he showed off his speed on a couple of plays today, and uh, they used him on. He's one of the three guys that had returning. You know, just kind of practicing returning kicks and stuff. So I think um, I think he, you know, he, speed is one of those things you can't you can't teach. I mean, I know it's a cliche, but um, it's something you can't teach. And you know, you have a guy that can stretch the field. I mean, I think that you know you like his chances. It's Rod Walker, the advocate, joining us here, talking a little Saints and Saints OTAs. And we mentioned two of the newcomers on offense, and those are two of the very few newcomers on offense, Rod. You can also throw, of course, Eric McCoy and, and Nick Easton are going to be battling for that starting center spot. But outside of those guys, and I guess Latavius Murray, the Saints are bringing back almost everybody on this offense. Is that maybe a storyline that we haven't talked about enough? Is just the continuity there on offense in, in the day and age where it seems like roster turnovers at about 40 50% every year, and the, the Saints bring almost everybody back on that side of the ball yeah yeah I think that is something that we probably haven't talked about enough you know you look at this team and you know they sign all these guys uh these undrafted guys you're like man I don't even know where you're gonna try to find a, a spot for anybody because it's, it's gonna be hard it's a hard team to make I mean they just brought so much back and um yeah I think that's definitely a big storyline I just yeah this team is this roster is pretty stacked if you look at what you know you look at what came back from a year ago yeah, stacked with the capital S. What else caught your eye out there today, Rod? Um, I think um, – oh, I mean, you just mentioned Latavius Murray, but just his um, – I didn't realize he was as big as he is. I mean, um, he, he's put together as well. You know, we were sort of asking Deuce, like, hey, Deuce, how tall are you? Because he's taller than Deuce is. And, I mean, he's, he's listed at 6'2", and, he, you know, he looks the part. He's really put together as well. And uh, – uh, he, he stood out. I think something that, that people probably didn't talk about much, but um, you look at the offensive line today, and uh, well, Larry Warford wasn't there, but they had Nick Easton playing. Um, he was playing guard, and um, and Cameron Tom was playing center. You know, with, with that first unit, and you know, a little part of the practice that we were able to watch. And I think just Nick Easton, you know, versatility. The versatility of this offensive line has been. Um, it's been a staple of this unit. They've been able to switch guys around. You know, they've had some injuries over the past couple of years, but they've been able to just mix and match this thing. And I think that really helps out. That's a big reason this team's done so well. They they haven't skipped a beat when guys have gotten hurt, and I think that that does well for this team. I think that's that center position with with Eric McCoy, Cameron Tom, and Nick Easton all sort of vying <laughs> vying for that position. I think is is going to be a really interesting race. Probably the most interesting position battle um, going into this season, I would think, um, just to see who's going to replace Max Unger. So uh, that's something I'm really intrigued about, you know, going the rest of the way to the, to the uh, leading up to, uh, to um, 
training camp. Yeah, it's so interesting with the new you know non-contact rules and off-season practice rules. You can't really learn too much about offensive or defensive line play this time of year. So I guess I guess we're gonna head to camp with that really being an open competition, right? Yeah, we will. You know, yeah. I mean, today you really just you don't really see a whole lot other than just what personnel is out there on the field. But yeah, so. Um, and that was something that, you know, they talked about, you know, just want to see how these guys do once they get those pads on, which, you know, that definitely is what you have to gauge these guys on when it comes to those linemen especially. Uh, any position groups on this team that you're really looking at as maybe the biggest question marks as we head towards training camp? Uh, I think definitely um, seeing who those other receivers are going to be that's going to step up and, and uh, compliment uh, Michael Thomas and, and Ted Ginn. I mean, I guess I think those guys are pretty solid. But, you know, you want to see guys like Keith Kirkwood and Traquan Smith make that leap here in, in year two. Um, and they have some, you know, Travis Durrell's back from LSU. You know, he's a guy that broke his arm last year and, and um, back in July. So he's back. He's trying to find his spot on the team. Austin Carr, uh, Cameron Meredith, who we sort of forget about sometimes, it seems like. Uh, you got all those guys that are trying to come back and, 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 make an impact this season. So I'm really interested in, in seeing how the receivers turn out. And also just kind of what the Saints do up front on the defensive line, um, which, you know, with Sheldon Rankins being out and um, at the beginning of the season, and just how they're going to be able to plug in those those holes. But, you know, today they had Malcolm Brown and David Onyemata, you know, playing on the inside. And those two guys are, you know, probably pretty solid. So you may not miss Sheldon as much as you think with, with those two guys. So we'll just have to see how that turns out as well uh, rod walker the advocate rod we missed you in passing you were heading out and i was headed in but i'm sure i'll see you out there in the next couple of weeks always appreciate the chats bud yeah. uh, no problem all right rod walker of the advocate covers right, the saints there at our walker advocate on twitter be sure you give him a follow and uh, saints otas continue our next look at the team will be uh next week and we'll be out there covering it for you again here at wwl the Raptors have taken the lead in the Eastern Conference Finals Game 5. It's 85-81. Raptors trying to steal one on the road. We'll update you on that coming back. And crazy Pelicans draft ideas. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.